This is the Becker's Healthcare Podcast, created by the team of Becker's Healthcare, a multimedia company devoted to the people who power U.S. healthcare. Four new 15-minute episodes are released daily, containing industry news, analysis, and thought leadership from powerful healthcare decision makers. Support our show by leaving it a five-star rating and review on Apple Podcasts or other platforms you use. It's a chance to tell us what you like about the show and act on your feedback. Thanks for listening. Now here's the episode. This is Laura Deirdre with the Becker's Healthcare Podcast. I'm thrilled today to be joined by Trevor Brand, Chief Operating Officer at City of Hope Atlanta. Trevor, it's a pleasure to have you on the podcast today. Thanks for having me. I've uh, been looking forward to this conversation and definitely excited for uh, for what's to come next. Absolutely. And, you know, I know at City of Hope, you're certainly a leader in cancer care and in treatment. And so I'm really um, just looking forward to learning more about um, where you're at today and where you're headed. But before we dive into the broader questions, can you tell us a little bit more about yourself and your background? Yeah, absolutely. So as, as you as you stated, I'm, I'm Trevor Brand. I uh, have the honor and, and privilege of, of serving as Chief Operating Officer here at, at City of Hope Atlanta. Uh, just a little bit about me personally. I'm, I'm originally from Tennessee, um, the Nashville, Tennessee area, Dixon to be uh, precise, which is a small town about 40 miles west of, of Nashville, uh, and, and really always knew that healthcare was was the route for me, primarily because I've, I've unfortunately, uh, as, as many families across the country, have had to deal with uh, this despicable disease of, of cancer. Um, I had a grandfather that passed of cancer, uh, a, a grandmother that... Um, Survived um, breast cancer and, and unfortunately have have an aunt right now that's that's dealing with with breast cancer uh, and and doing it gracefully. So I did want to mention mention that. But uh, it, it's it's been a passion of mine because I really want to make sure uh, more than ever that we can continue uh, the great work around expanding access for for those needing needing treatment the most. Um, growing up uh, not too far from Nashville, access to a to a large medical center was never really an issue that. Uh, my family had. However, you, you hear about the stories often of, of zip codes really impacting a person's health outcomes. And that's that's something that I'm really passionate about about joining. Um, so knew that I, I wanted to to do that. Uh, so um, all throughout school, my, my major was was healthcare management. I've, I've stuck pretty, pretty closely to that. I did my undergraduate studies at, at Austin P um, and uh, graduate studies at, at Georgia State. But Actually started my career and cut my teeth really in in strategy. When I when I joined City of Hope, um, I joined as a as, as an employee within the strategic initiatives department, uh, but really wanted to make my mark on the on the operations side. But but prior to here, worked for a few other health systems uh, in the in the strategy and uh, in the strategy world. But have have been thoroughly um, happy with with the work that we've been able to do here here at City of Hope. So that's a little bit about my background. That's awesome to hear. And definitely um, so important to have that mission-driven aspect of coming to your job every day. It's so clear how many people um, cancer affects almost everybody, it seems like, in the country, whether personally or family members, as you mentioned. So um, very admirable work that you're doing is so important for uh, us going forward. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you hear about the statistics often, and it's something that uh, we at City of Hope uh, really are wanting to make our mark in and, and just making sure that we can we can create a good experience for our patients, but but also uh, really drive uh, for a high quality system that that really focuses on outcomes. Absolutely. Now, I, I'm wondering if you could talk about what some of your top priorities are for today. What are you spending most of your time on? 
Yeah, so we, uh, we like a many, many hospitals in the past, are going through a, an EMR transition. Uh, so that's that's a major focus for us as we as we get pretty pretty close to our our go live period with with a new EMR. Uh, so a lot of IT, um, a lot of data transfers that we're that we're really working through now. I'd say in addition to that, um, uh, really focused on access expansion as as well as program growth. Uh, in in our market, um, we we do have a pretty large catchment area that that uh, really surrounds not only just the state of Georgia but really the entire the entire southeast. Um, as we continue to look at at a lot of the data and and really just understanding oncology at the zip code level, uh, what we're really focused on in terms of access expansion is really understanding what zip codes uh, are are more likely to not have access to uh, to an integrated uh, system that can really take care of take care of that patient's needs. Uh, so we are deliberately wanting to understand really the key market uh, details within within our catchment area to make sure that we can take the care to them. Uh, in many cases, um, what we what we learn from our patients is that they don't really have uh, access to a um, to a, a cancer center or to a place where they can get optimal care. And we want to make sure that those patients don't necessarily have to travel all the way here, but that we can take the care to them. Uh, something that really um, is related to that, but um, still another priority for us is, is program growth. Uh, as we really look at the major disease types in our in our catchment area, we're wanting to make sure that we have the clinical expertise uh, and the operations uh, to make sure that we can meet the needs of those particular patients. Uh, so there are several disease types that we're really expanding to, and, and one that I'm incredibly excited about uh, is our expansion into the bone marrow transplant space. Uh, it's been a space that we have not had for the for for our history here, uh, and really wanting to make sure that we can impact that area. As many Georgians are unfortunately dealing with uh, many liquid tumors, and we're wanting to position ourselves to make sure that we can provide additional access for patients uh, that are um, unfortunately dealing with that disease. That's so incredibly helpful and powerful in understanding, you know, what is going to make the biggest difference for your patient population, being able to connect with them more easily um, and provide more access to care. Are you doing that primarily um, through the virtual and digital transformation or, or how are you really thinking about um, providing that access and making sure that you're connecting with people where they are? Yeah, absolutely. So a little bit of all of, all of the above. Um, definitely have a have a telehealth platform that is that has matured really for us over the last several years and uh, making sure that we could take that care to them. But in addition, we're also looking at many partnerships with rural health facilities and making sure that they have access to um, our clinicians here at, here at City of Hope Atlanta. Uh, so doing quite a bit of affiliations, partnerships, uh, and one that I can mention is uh, a partnership that we have with Dormany Medical Center. Uh, and working through that now, just to make sure that patients that live in and around that facility uh, will have access, whether whether through telehealth or even a provider um, at their campus, to really make sure that those patients have uh, someone that they can see, uh, a medical uh, professional that they can trust, and still have access to the services that we that we provide here. Um, so a little bit of all of the above. Again, telehealth is definitely a platform for us, but really looking to expand our partnerships uh, and affiliations, even with. Uh, with facilities in, in rural markets. Got it. That's great to hear. And definitely having those partnerships and those relationships makes things a lot easier. Now, when you're looking ahead, where do you see um, the organization headed over the next two to three years? How will things evolve and, and how are you looking to improve? Yeah, so I think that's a great question. One of the things that I'm really excited about, especially as uh, being a part of uh, the City of Hope 
health system is ways that we're going to expand our research and clinical trials access. Uh, we, we know today that, that clinical trials are not as utilized as we would like for them to be. And it's a space that we really need to grow in order to make sure that we can uh, really take care of all patients and take care of all of their needs. Uh, so I really see us over the next few years really expanding what we're able to do from a clinical trials access standpoint. Uh, as well, just mentioned what we're able to do or what we're building uh, in terms of a bone marrow transplant program and really being able to serve just a different population, a population that we um, haven't been able to serve in the past and, and really being able to do that. So uh, over the next few years, I really see us um, really diving in to understand those disease types that are more prevalent in the Southeast and how we can make sure that we can we can really drive access and bring on the clinical expertise in order to take care of those take care of those patients. Uh, but primarily, I think where, what I really want to to leave with or leave that question with is that uh, really see us over the next couple of years really really being a provider uh, that provides optimal access to to all patients that are seeking cancer care. Uh, we believe here at City of Hope we have incredible clinicians, uh, incredible faculty here. Um, that can take care of the, mo the most complex types of cancers. And we want to make sure that regardless of the zip code uh, that a patient lives in, that they'll have access uh, to one of those high uh, quality physicians here in the market. Um, so really see us really uh, expanding, especially from a research standpoint, uh, from a disease level standpoint, uh, and then also just expansion of, of access uh, for all patients that, uh, that are seeking cancer care. That makes a lot of sense, you know, and is really amazing to to think about. Um, I, I know you've mentioned a couple times uh, during our conversation wanting to obviously expand access to care and the um, quality of care in, in uh, opportunities that you provide, but also touched on research. How do you meld in that um, clinical care and on the ground, I guess, care for patients with that research component um, and, and make sure that you're putting the right resources into each side? Yeah, I think I think it's really making sure uh, that we have clinicians uh, and have uh, faculty here, uh, one that are involved in involved in that process, um, and that we are partnering with uh, the science uh, department to make sure that we are advancing and understanding what new research trials will will more so impact uh, the patients. It's a uh, it's something that City of Hope has done incredibly well, uh, really for their entire 100 year um, history. Uh, and something that we're really looking forward to having expanded on on the uh, the east uh, the east coast, um, but it's it's really around just making sure that we have the right people involved, having the right um, partnerships that are that are involved in that, and then making sure that we are doing our best to educate patients on the importance of of clinical trials and what research can do for those particular for those particular patients. Uh, but it really is, especially research for us, is really leaning on the medical professionals professionals to help us really expand uh, the education for that and making sure that uh, patients understand that they have access to those clinical trials, whether on the, the East Coast here in our, our site in Atlanta, uh, even West Coast to our to our site in, in LA. So really providing that national presence for, uh, for research trials and, and uh, cancer trials for those patients. Amazing. Yeah. Thank you so much for um, talking us through that. Now, before we wrap up our conversation, I was wondering if you could share with us um, one project or initiative or change that your team has made that's really yielded some great results. Yeah, absolutely. And I, I, I love this question. And one thing that uh, I really pride myself on, as well as our, our leadership team, I think we do a great job of really empowering those to the work to come up with solutions on, on behalf of their departments uh, to really drive uh, performance in, in those particular areas. 
and, and I'm really happy about or really proud of the work uh, of one of my directors here uh, that is really to provide incredible results through a solution that she came up with and and, and drove. And, and that solution uh, really um, focused on productivity as well as turnover uh, that this person was having in, in our scheduling department. Uh, just a few months ago, probably um, oh, really over the last 10 to 12 months, we were experiencing pretty high turnover amongst our scheduling workforce, uh, as well as some decreased productivity. And uh, one of the ideas that she came up with was really talking with her staff to understand what were the concerns that they had. Uh, and, and one of the solutions that she came up with was a hybrid role for, for the schedulers in which uh, they would rotate when they were on site and when they were able to work virtually. Uh, so she she employed that particular idea. And uh, I'm really happy to report um, since that decision being made, we have not had any turnover in, in that department, as well as an increase of a 4% productivity amongst amongst that team. Uh, and it was really it was really around her um, understanding uh, her department, uh, putting the solutions together, uh, really driving the relationships that she had with her team to understand what they needed in order to to drive performance. And, and she did that. Um, so that, that's something I'm incredibly proud of. And I think that really stems from our, our team feeling empowered uh, to make the decisions that are that are best for their teams. Absolutely. Trevor, thank you so much for joining us on the podcast today. This has been a really fun and interesting discussion, and I look forward to connecting with you again soon. Absolutely. Looking forward to it as well. It's so important for leaders at the top of organizations to keep learning, stay sharp, grow their networks. To help our audience better do this in a more simplified, personalized, and meaningful way, Becker's Healthcare has launched MyBHC. It's your trusted Becker's Healthcare experience and more with content, connections, events, and learning opportunities. Join the community free of charge at www.my.beckershospitalreview.com and we'll see you there.